Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast for the Choice Tracks. My name's Dietrich. I am Brandon. I am Damon. <laughs> and I'm Tosh. Woohoo! Bang, bang. Shoot bang, down. bang. Are you yeah. All right. <laughs> So welcome back to the show uh, for those who are just now joining us. And for those who have been with us for a while, we like to say greetings, salutations. How you been? How your mama now? How's everything going? We good? All right, cool. Bad. So what we do here at the show is we have two sides of a record. Side A is where we uh, talk about a theme and we talk about songs that we associate with that theme and how they make us feel and all good and gushy on the inside. Um, at the end, we flip over to side B where somebody previously given us homework. Hopefully y'all went back and listened to the homework for those who have listened before. And then we talk about that actual homework and pick a choice track off of that particular album. Um, this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. We've done it before, but, you know, we like to give people their full route flowers uh, while they're around and, and like to let people know that we love listening to good music, especially good music that comes out of the great state of Texas. Um, for those who don't know, the majority of us are still here in Texas, whether we're born here or not. We love it. And uh, we have one person that's way on the other side of the map, but he was here for a long time. So we kind of consider him still a Texan. So. <laughs> But this is not just any Texan group. We're talking about a particular rock group that's been around 50 years plus. Um, a group that has been solidified in blues rock, a.k.a. bar rock, a.k.a. biker rock, a.k.a. any kind of rock that you could think of. Even 80s popular rock, um, just based on their sound and how they came out with. And they've stayed uh, tried and true through the test of time. Um, they recently lost a member last year. Um, but they already had another replacement in place and, and they just keep on going. Um, for those who don't know, I'm talking about the illustrious ZZ Top. So this is going to be a, a fan shout out slash uh, tribute to ZZ Top. And our theme is your favorite ZZ Top song. Um, I know this was a hard one for me because I like so many of them. Um, they've got so many great albums. They literally have sold over 50 million copies. They got several platinum racks, several gold racks. Um, Grammys, you name it, they got it. So really and truly, uh, when it came down to it, my pick was one of just straight licks that you can hear on the guitar that gets stuck in your brain whenever you play the song. And it's off their 1972 album, uh, Real Grenade in Mud. And I picked Just Got Paid. Just got paid today. Got me a pocket full of change. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, that is a song that's, they're big on their uh, double entendres and their uh, sexual innuendos. But in this particular song, it's just straight flat out and get to the money. But the thing is that the money doesn't define who you are. You define who you are. So the money is kind of devalued within itself. But, you know, for those who don't know, they don't really care about the licks as much. It's that kick-ass lick that starts off the guitar that you can literally listen to anywhere. Everybody's going to get high off of it and it's a badass song so i picked zz cops 
just got paid. Tell me what y'all think about that particular song. Riff starting in is awesome. Um, it's definitely got that older sound. ZZ Top's, like you said, they've been going for a long time, so it's, it migrates from like like some of the other bands we've talked about, where they you know one one example is Aerosmith. You know they've been around forever. Uh, you know and you're the Rolling Stones, and you're listening to them, and you're like, wow. So they had just had a new al- new album come out, and they were started in the '60s. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You must have some kind of magic potion or something keeping their asses going. It's called uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in the coffee. That's the creamer. Uh yeah, no, I love this man. I and I can't say I can't say I don't like any Z Top. Like I've heard it all in bars and like you said, that's the vibe. Uh just you know on the radio, all the big hits. Um yeah, I like this, you know, just got paid. Who who doesn't want to see about how they just got paid? <laughs> And that's kind of a thing. That's a running theme, and a lot of different bands have songs about that. But uh, they have a way of making just got paid, just getting paid, or whatever sound a little bit cooler. And then you start listening to it and getting into it, and then you start feeling a little bit cooler about yourself. And so yeah, that's why that's one of the things I like about Z Top. You know, they're a fun band, uh, kind of uplifting, you know, but all kinds of lyrics and that blues rock is badass, dude. Um, yeah, big fan of big fan of uh, like a blues rock band from the 70s early 80s so i'm loving it man get picked dude cool cool appreciate it so oh well go ahead brandon any mini my name yeah yeah i i was very happy that you chose this as your your song um this is one of my favorites and definitely the uh the riff at the beginning is is iconic and uh just it's just a it's just a great song i mean you listen to zz top and zz top just puts a smile on your face and um this is definitely one of those that that will do it for you and um yeah no i i I think it's an excellent choice it's one of my personal favorites and um yeah i mean i i'm a big fan of the 1970s zz top that's definitely my favorite decade of them oh you don't say and yeah (laughs) and uh oh i see what you're doing there um (laughs) but uh yeah i mean yeah, I just I just think it's a, it's a great song. I love the lyrics. I love the I love the uh, I love the riffs. And yeah, I mean, this is definitely you know one of their their top tracks for sure. And uh, I love it. It's good stuff. So it, I, I'm gonna come in. In so I I can't say that I've like listened to a lot of ZZ Top. I know I bought three three hombres three dress mm-hmm. hombres. It, yeah, so I know I had that album, and I know I like I've heard their songs because you just hear their songs in the Zeitgeist, right? Um, and so uh, for me, I, I loved I love um, all the picks really, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big blues person. Like blues was my first passion uh, genre of music um, after I left home, and like like and anything blues I love, and you always had me, <laughs> you know, you had me at blues, <laughs> and so. And that was yeah. So the the whole the whole thing was enjoyable, and I liked it. And I didn't realize how much of um, of early ZZ Top was blues. It, the other thing was that that was interesting was like it, you kind of mentioned it, and at times. I, I think you had the perfect analogy when we talked about Ram Riddle. Like, it's very juvenile. <laughs> like, there's times where he's talking about getting it. <laughs> and you, you know exactly what he's mean. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. <laughs> he's doing the blues rock and talking about getting something. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I can respect that's, that's what rock is for. <laughs> I can respect that. So, yeah. 
So yeah, definitely. And what's funny is, um, to me, this is one of like their most iconic songs, but it's on an album that was considered a commercial flop. So yeah, it's one of those like damned if you do, damned if you don't type things. You could have put this song on any other album and it probably would have smashed. Uh, but just for the fact that it's on that particular album, The Real Gun and Mud, and didn't really do too much. It was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Considering that it's, you know, ZZ Top. Like, and I know they had started back in 69, 70, back in Houston, and, and they had gone through a couple of people even before they started kicking out like major albums. But even still, it's just like, it's such an iconic sound and they just harked right into it. And I love that fact. Um, I love that fact so much that I'm going to pick somebody that I know is going to appreciate this probably more than I do. Brandon, what you got for me, man? Oh, man, the the two big ZZ Top fans back to back here. I mean, I can't speak for Damon or Taj, but I don't know. I kind of feel like it's probably Diedrich and I. Um, yeah, I I love ZZ Top. Um, I know I know their 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 uh, their music pretty well. Um, and I definitely have some favorite albums and some favorite songs by them. And so it was very difficult for me to pick my favorite out of all of them. There's so many I could have easily have gone with. Um, and I decided to go with probably my favorite ZZ Top album, um, only because I think I've listened to it more than any other album. And that's from, uh, that album was from 73. It was Trace Hombres. Mm-hmm. Um, Taj kind of tried to say it earlier. Um, <laughs> so, I tried. <laughs> he tried. Um, and so my favorite track, cause if I had to pick just one song, my favorite, my favorite track from that album and my choice for this episode is Jesus Just Left Chicago. Jesus Just Left Chicago. That's my favorite track. Um, now I will say I kind. This is kind of cheating. I kind of feel like that song goes hand in hand with "Waiting for the Bus." Those two songs kick off the album. Trace Hombres. Uh, the first song is "Waiting for the Bus," and then it, like the bridge goes right into "Jesus Just Left Chicago." Um, but since I only was allowed to pick one, I, pref- I I like "Jesus Just Left Chicago" a little bit more than "Waiting for the Bus." Um, I just think it's a it's a great song, and uh, I, I just I really enjoy the lyrics. I enjoy the the riffs. I enjoy the the vocals on it. Um, yeah, like I, I was reading that apparently uh, I think it was like Billy was the one who had come up with like at least the title of the song when he was a teenager, and uh, and it just stuck with him. And um, yeah, I just—it's a great song. It's my favorite. It was very hard to pick your one. Pick a favorite, you know. They're they're all like you know. Like, do you pick your favorite child? Maybe some parents do. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just this is the one I like. This is the one I like the most. But I mean, there were so many that are just a very very close second to this one. But this one edged it out just enough. And I used to imagine, I think, this song as a like title song to a movie. I just, I think this song's so, so great. It's perfect. Um, it's easy top rules. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. So it, it's, it's interesting because when you had mentioned this and the, the extra credit, like, um, it, 
I, I, for me, I'm just saying for me, I would pick waiting for the bus. That one, the, the key of that one, I like a lot better than the key change of Jesus left Chicago. But I get the two of them, you are right, are, are intertwined. But if I had to pick one, it would have been waiting for the bus. But yeah, they're both they're hand in hand. It's hard to separate them. <laughs> you know, it's like a Siamese twin and it's a major surgery type of thing. You know, <laughs> it's like you, you may, you may lose one of them if you try and separate them. So just keep them together. <laughs> so <laughs> it, It's the perfect one, two combination. You know, right. when you're, you're talking about a, a, a straight versus a right hook and knock somebody out. But right. without that straight, without that Jesus left Chicago, that, I mean, it just the other one doesn't sound the same. They they literally do go hand in hand. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of do like the setup more so than the climax. <laughs> it it got to put you in that mood in order to hear the other one back to back and, and it makes that work. So I definitely see where you're coming from with that. And of course, I'm not going to argue with your pick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not going to happen. Normally, I know I don't get into too many arguments on here, but I especially am not going to argue with something that I totally agree with. So, and if I would have made that call, you would have been pissed off at me. So I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to jump on that parade, but no, nah, I think we're good. We're good. So what do you think, Damon? Yeah, I think Jesus left Chicago is a good pick. That's that's what I would have gone with too. I think that um, it's got that slow intro blues. It just it stays steady. It's uh yeah, it's like a light whiskey night, you know. But that's 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 what I love about Easy Top. That's what I was saying before too. Like they're so expansive with the different styles of music that they their songs are aren't all the same. Um, they just they just turn blues into something more fun. I think and. Blues Blues is awesome. Blues is one of my favorite things, but uh, I feel like I'm not a big enough ZZ Top fan though. So I gotta, I gotta step it up. And and listening to Jesus Left Chicago, just Left Chicago, it's like it's a, it's, a, it's something for me to look into even more because that's a style of ZZ Top that I kind of knew was there, but it wasn't like one of like one of their big hits um, that I remember when I was a kid. But yeah, I love it, man. And of course, uh, you know, Brandon always comes up with uh, some stuff that I've never heard of that I end up liking so <laughs> nice job my friend thank you and you know it's interesting too is that both the songs were not singles from that album and and now they're right. staples of zz top oh yeah man that's crazy a song that's probably why didn't yeah oh yeah well that's probably why i didn't hear them when i was a kid too because they weren't they weren't played as a single so all good all good yeah Taj. What do you yes. got for it? <laughs> all right. So, all right. I told you I was a, I, I love the blues. I'm a sucker for blues. So there's a thing that I think this song solidified for me, it, it, and maybe it's weird, but it, it solidified for me that ZZ Top is not just like somebody dabbling in blues. Like they are legit blues masters. And, and the reason why I say that is because the song I picked is uh, Blue Jean Blues. I done ran into my baby And finally find my old blue jean 
All right. It's in my mind, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but like in my mind, like doing a rock blues is easy. You know, it's blues riffed. You're rocking it out. When you do a slow blues song and you don't rush the tempo, but it's there, like you have the anticipation, like the song wants to go faster, but you hold that line and you just don't go any faster than what the song needs. That displays to me that you're a true blues master. And the fact that this song is one of their slower songs, for sure. Uh, but it is such a masterpiece of blues. Like that is, that's how you, you know, if you want the real blues, that's how you do it. You don't let that tempo carry you away to rock out. You just stay in it and, and just, yeah, it, it's interesting because it, it's one of those where it's, it's cl really close to jazz where it's missing. It's notes you hear and notes you don't hear, but, and, and that's, but that's what defines a, a masterpiece of, of blues that you can be a master of blues is that you can do that have a song that you know there's notes missing that you subconsciously hear that aren't there but yeah <laughs> so um it, i will say so when i for for i did kind of a, a deep dive for zz top so i did listen to like all their you know spotify hit songs i even tried different albums i tried like older stuff and newer stuff and you know i had whittled it down there's some stuff back and forth and it's it's not very often that they do a slow blue song uh but that's why this one i, I just had to pick because this one stood out and it was like yeah amazing so yeah <laughs> So let me ask you this for uh -huh. anybody else. I'm saying, does this officially make you a ZZ Top fan? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I'll say yes. <laughs> There's no montage. <laughs> all right. All right. You, you get an extra point. <laughs> Wow. I was not expecting that. But the way you were talking, I was like, is he building up? Is he actually going to say this? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Um, first of all, kudos to you, my friend. Good, good job on the deep dive. Good job on picking this particular track. Good job on understanding what it is um, to, to actually get the feeling out of the blues. Like a lot of people will listen to the blues, but they don't know necessarily know what they're listening to. They just like, like the rhythm or whatever. But I think you pull like the essence out of this particular song and that's why I gravitated towards you. And for that, kudos, my friend. Real talk. You might piss me off later on, but for right now we're on cloud now. We're good. <laughs> That was, that was a good pick, man. Great, great song. Great tempo. Great, great expectation. Great build up. Just, just all out blues song. You're sitting with your whiskey in front of you. And every time you think it's gone, it gets filled up again. And that's, that's, that's the vibe that you want in this particular track. Oh, good, sad, mad, or happy. You gotta love this particular song. And the, the way it sways, the way it moves, the, 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 the fact that you have nothing but the sound. And your own space. That's beautiful. So, yeah, definitely a great pick. Blue Jean Blues, definitely a pick. Thank you. Yeah, Taj, I'm uh, I'm a little surprised that you went with something from the 70s. I, I, sh I thought for sure you'd pick something from the 80s because you probably had heard that one before. Um, so the fact that you went with a deep cut means that you did your homework. And uh, it sounds like you've been you're a convert now. And um, I just want to let you know that your official ZZ Top beard is in the mail. Um, so, yeah. Um, Still got to bring the glasses, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You got the but pair, but you got to earn the glass. I thought you were getting that, Diedrich. 
I was getting the oh, beard for him. Oh, yeah, you can get the beard. I'm saying he's got to earn the glasses. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You got to earn the shades, bro. I guess you're going to have to pick a choice album from TV Top <laughs> before Deidre will give you the sunglasses. I got you. So. I got you. But uh, anyway, um, no, I think this is this is a great choice. Um, definitely, you know, your your appreciation for blues totally makes sense why you picked the song. And uh, it's it's a great song there. Yeah, they are, you know, they they, they are knee deep in, in their blues. I mean, like that's when I like think of like late 60s, early 70s, like they're a blues rock band. That's what they are, you know. Um, and and if you only heard ZZ Top in the 80s and then you go back to listen to them <laughs> in the 70s, you'd be like, what? <laughs> right. This is not what I was expecting. So, um, you know, definitely a band that evolved uh, for sure. But they I don't think they ever had a bad decade. But I think this is definitely that that particular song is definitely my favorite type of uh, ZZ Top. So I think this is a good choice. So what do you think, Damon? I think it's raining outside. (laughs) (laughs) So good you can hear the rain. Um, yeah, no, I love it. I, I, I think it's right up your alley, Tosh. Like, I, this definitely seems like your kind of music. And the fact that you didn't really know a lot of it before is really cool that you got into it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I too lost a pair of jeans and <laughs> never gone back. Yeah, when I, it was my 40th birthday, uh, we rented a beach house. My wife, Robin, told me not to put the jeans in the dresser because you'll never, this is like a, you know, like a rental house, whatever. Gotcha. Like, you're going to forget them. You know, we're gonna get your jeans back and on the hold. I get home like where are my jeans? I'm like freaking out. And yeah, I must have lost left them back in the uh vacation place. So but, but at least you didn't lose your wife with the jeans. I yeah, mean, I was gonna say about <laughs> my wife to bring them to me and then reunite with her too. So yeah, it's just a pair of jeans for me. But yeah, that's a good <laughs> Good song. Uh, I totally relate to that. You know, I love that slow-paced blues, twainy guitar. You know, it's again the older ZZ Top is just it's a different ZZ Top that I wasn't familiar with. I just re- I remembered a lot of the '80s stuff, um, but yeah, I like this too. And this is making me want to get a new guitar. So yeah, <laughs> and grow my beard bigger because I always <laughs> trim it, but I'm gonna like girl. Okay. Maybe I'll wear some sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I'll give you the sunglasses. You and Tyler should figure out who's going to get you. All right. All right. you get the beard, you'll get the sunglasses. All you need now is a hat. So at some point, y'all might have to fight over it, but we'll see. Um, speaking of which, bringing up the rear, Damon, what you got for us, bro? So I picked something from 1983. This is off the album Eliminator. This album had a lot of really big hits, too. Uh, so this isn't like, you know, an underground album. Uh, this is after their blues day. They're really slow blues. This is still all blues, but, um, Sharp Dressed Man was my pick. Crazy about a sharp dressed man. And the other songs that I really like, there's a couple like Give Me All Your Lovin', Legs. I mean, this is like this is like their greatest hit album. And, yeah. you know, they just keep rocking the fuck out of it. But that's the one I remember because it was so often played on MTV. They won, I think, MTV Music Awards Best uh, Directed Album, I believe, mm-hmm. or Best Video. And they were up for like Best Directed Album or something like that. But that's that's pretty impressive. And MTV 
me was like a you know it hadn't been out very long at this time so they're right. like one of the first to be on MTV from they the- were around for a video live yeah they, they hit the wave when it came around um and it's funny because this was their biggest selling out oh yeah so, yeah, today, like, so yeah, yeah. So you, it's what got them their commercial stardom and and uh, just the route that they took for their commercial hits. They wanted to do something a little more upbeat and a little more mainstream, and this was their attempt at it, and they knocked it out the fucking park. So right, yeah, yeah. So like the you know this song's like it's about somebody like he's dressing up to kick some ass, you know, like you're you're dressed for success. You want the chicks? They'll mess with me because once you know, once I got my <laughs> my clean shirt, my new shoes you're you're at the lookout for this shit so <laughs> he's got like I don't know, throwing knives in his beard or something but uh <laughs> yeah so uh, this thunderstorm in the background is definitely perfect for uh this month so. <laughs> but uh yeah i could relate to like wanting to look good and having that be a thing that like boosts your morale and you know it's yeah it's a thing so so it, i i will admit this is like Number three. This is one of my runner-ups <laughs> that oh, I yeah. was went with. Um, I, yeah, it was. This was this album more than the others is the more juvenile <laughs> because I I don't know because I just felt like that all all these songs in the eighties were all about getting some. Um, I and like Brandon said, I didn't know most of these songs in the eighties a lot more. Um, I had a friend that. Uh, don't ask me why he was obsessed with Dukes of Hazard, and I because he's probably he probably edited the video to the song Legs with these, with what's her name is Stacy Duke. <laughs> that was, go with a Daisy Duke song. Oh, <laughs> right. about that. So it that's probably when I one of the first times I heard ZZ Top was you know because he'd always play that song or Jump and you're like okay. <laughs> Which is a different band, but yeah, I just, anyways, uh, but yeah, it, it's a good song that this was of, of those three, give me more love and legs. I think shop drawers, man is the better of the three, but I may be wrong, but it's of those three. That it's the one I like more. So, yeah. Well, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Taj. I think yeah. easy top brings out Taj's, uh, <laughs> good side with music. Yeah. I just think it's so funny. They're like so pompous to think that every girl is going to come running as fast as I can because you dress so good. Maybe that's true. Well, just, you know. You're made of money. You, you dress like you're made of money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gold diggers. Yeah. I like money. Look like money. You must be money. <laughs> right. Show, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Girls like a big beard, I guess. I don't know. Hey, show me how many bums have gotten females just flopping all over. Them. <laughs> now show me a guy in a suit and everybody's thinking, oh, wonder where he's driving. Oh, wonder where he lives. Oh, wonder what his bed looks like. Oh. So they crossed over with the beard to the, the high life, right? All right. Oh, no. Beard's always been there for <laughs> <laughs> They're born with beards. These guys had like beards two beards. Yeah. Oh, man. Brandon, what you think, man? Oh, I mean, I, I enjoy the song a lot. It's fun. I mean, it's this is my introduction to ZZ Top, you know, like the 1980s ZZ Top. That's what I knew first. That's what I heard all the time. That's what was played in movies and commercials. It wasn't until I got older where I went back and I listened to, you know, the, the 70s ZZ Top. And I'm like, this stuff from the 80s is great, but I just prefer the stuff from the 70s. But it's not that I have anything against, you know, the stuff that, uh, 
that they were doing in the eighties. And, and this song is just really, really fun. Um, so yeah, no, I know. I think it's a, it's a good choice. And, uh, you know, it's, there's a reason why it's a huge hit and why everybody's familiar with it. And, uh, you know, I, I completely agree. I think, I think it's a, a, a an excellent selection for favorite ZZ Top song. You have to put something like that in there. Like, you know, we can't all be, uh, you know, hoity toity about our choices. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, some of us have have to be generic folks. Well, no, no. Sometimes, like, there's nothing wrong with being honest. Like, you know, right. like, yeah, this song is great, but you know what? I kind of like legs. You know, so like, there's nothing wrong oh. with that. I love you know it. I mean, generic. this album's fucking awesome. This yeah. is what I grew up on. I think I believe my dad used to play this shit a lot too. So that was, uh, but I, I, I would say like I really like being introduced to the '70s version of ZZ Top because it was kind of like it blew my mind when I saw this album. The albums that you know that you guys off the songs that you guys picked, I'm like Taj picked a song from an album that I didn't even know existed. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, kudos, Tosh. Uh, thank you. Yeah, but no, it's it's a great song, and yeah, I, I still enjoy that that stuff. I love the song. Anytime I put it this way. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I put it this way. Without '80s ZZ Top, you would not have gotten the notoriety of what what they need. Um, you wouldn't have a lot of people going back and listening to their '70s, listening to their '90s, listening to their song that they just released 2022. Like, you know, they made uh, the Hall of Fame in what 2004 uh, like ZZ Top has been around forever and a day and the 80s really put them on the map as far as like nationwide notoriety but those who listen to music listen to all of them because at the end of the day they're a kick-ass band no if ways or buts about it and they're, no matter what particular genre of ZZ Top you pick you're gonna pick something good because that's all they do is kick out good shit for sure Cool. so I think on that note we're gonna flip the record over to side B that's right we're gonna go ahead and uh, drop that needle on side B and this is where uh, one of the hosts picks an an album for us to listen to so the last episode Diedrich gave us homework and uh, we're here to discuss that homework so Diedrich what was the album that you selected the album that I selected is kind of obscure when it comes to to major albums out of um, this particular band but we're gonna stick with the ZZ Top theme and uh, we're gonna go with the album that I first heard and didn't even know that I was listening to it until I had gotten older and realized that that's the actual band that I was listening to. Um, the album that I picked was Tejas, uh, which is Texas in Spanish. Uh, it's a 76 album. Um, it you know didn't do too many big numbers on the charts, so to speak, but it has some memorable songs and, and a lot of good, good tracks coming off of it. Um, so for those who don't know, just give a little background on ZZ Top before we move any forward. Um, you know, they're American trio band, uh, that came up, you know, they started off with, uh, Billy Gibbons, who's essentially the band's leader. Um, you had Dusty Hill who came into it and then you had Frank Beard, um, who was a part of it. Those were the original members of the band. Um, you know, they had a couple of other members. They started off, um, around that time frame as well. It got switched out. Um, but when you're talking about members that people know of, you know, that's, that's basically them. Um, so what's going on is, as far as I know, I know that they started in Houston. I know that um, they didn't want to do any kind of regular album, so to speak, or, or album deal with any U.S. 
uh, album distributors because they wanted to actually branch out and, and get worldwide tours. That was that was their main goal was to try to get a worldwide tour. So they signed with London Records in 1970. And, um, you know, since then, they just kept turning out hits uh, left and right. Um, the biggest biggest hit was 83's Eliminator. You know, at that time, they sold more than 10 million copies in 1983, which is like around that time is like unheard of. Um, that was back when people were actually buying albums and not just, you know, record labels buying the albums and making it look like it was big streams of anything coming in. So they've always been a trio band and they actually got their name um, from their, their like main or Billy's main like influencers were blues artists like B.B. King and ZZ Hill. So then they tried to go ZZ King, but it sounded too much like B.B. King. So then he just switched the King to the top and that's where he came from ZZ Top. And, um, you know, basically what you're looking at is a collection of songs on this particular album that I remember listening to as a kid because my Uncle Mike was a biker. I've grown up around bikes all my life. So when it came time for uh, riding on bikes, my parents never let me ride with him. But he had this old Ford truck. Um, It was the beat up truck. It was all rusted out and whatnot. But um, it was it was the truck of, of his dreams. And so we hop in that truck and we just go riding. And then he would say that he would take me to go do like little summertime jobs with them. But really all we did was just ride around and then stop and get some ice cream and ride back around. And then riding around, um, he had an egg trap <laughs> in that deck. And this was one of the albums that he actually had on the eight track. Um, you know, cassettes were out during that time, but he did not care. He wasn't into the new stuff. He didn't care of anything that was going on. Everybody else was into 1980s on um, ZZ Top and he was still banging the 70s stuff. So I never knew that I never connected the dots to ZZ Top was this album that I was listening to. Um, but then once, you know, I got a little older, started doing my own research, kind of start coming back on. It. That's when I came across this album again. I was like, wait, that was the same band? That's crazy. So this particular album is very sentimental to me, uh, mainly because one of the stops that he would make uh, would be this downtown gritty little bar where I was actually like his club hideout. And so in that particular situation, they would be playing all of these old songs and he would have me wait in the back because it was a bar. You couldn't have the kids inside the bar, but I could sit in the back next to the actual um, next to the booze house. So the refrigerator that had all the booze in it, that's where I was sitting at. Um, so I wasn't actually in the refrigerator. I was in the room next to it where they did all the accounting stuff. But, you know, that's that's basically where it came from. So for me, sitting back and just listening to these songs and, and listening to everything rolling around and, and how it was moving, I was just like... This is the best stuff ever. And he would always come back and give me some beef jerky. He tried to give me some beer, although I didn't like drinking it. And then he turned around and give me a Coke. And while everybody was in there in the bar politicking and doing whatever they were doing with their old ladies, I was back there in the back listening to the music, eating my beef jerky and drinking my Coke. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I say all that to say that I'm 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 intimately aware of this particular album with not even knowing it. Um, there was some great songs on this album that really like tugged at my heart, like you know El Diablo, Ten Dollar Man. Um, I especially love She's a Heartbreaker. If I had to go into my my fondest memory of this particular album was a particular song that he would stop, uh, flip back and would go to every single time, and it happened to be the last album on the song which happened to be the song that had no lyrics on it and it was Asleep in the Desert
he would always tell me that that was his that was his therapy song whenever he was feeling kind of down whenever he was feeling like you know he needed to kind of take a break away from everything especially away from his family and whatnot he would listen to that song and so he had my cousin Gerald my cousin Tata um he had a whole bunch of family members um well kids wise you know one out of Michelle that uh you know he would be around but he would always take me with him and ride around and just cruise around Austin whenever we got the chance and this was the particular song that he would listen to and this was the track that he would use the vibe out and so it got to a point where if I was riding on my motorcycle I would take this song and listen to it in reflection of him like the last time we got to ride in that old beat up truck um, I think the engine had finally like given out on him so we got stuck on 12th street and it was like three, three 15 blocks away from uh from where my grandma stayed and was so we had to walk back um he had one of his buddies come back and pick it up and tow him and then like two months later uh he wound up passing away in a, in a freak uh moving accident so um you know i always thought about you know what, what's gonna happen with that truck and what's gonna happen with the a-track and, and the music and everything and never got the a-track because you know we had his sons and they had definitely fond memories of him and, and of everything that was going on so they they kept a lot of that matter of fact i think my cousin gerald still has all of his stuff so whatever he does not have he's got most of it in storage but he, he definitely kept up with everything that was going on with my uncle michael at the time but this is not one of the greatest albums or anything of that nature it doesn't have a lot of great hits on it per se but it definitely personifies their 70s sound for how they were coming across how they were blues rock and how they actually like delivered those hits, those bar hits, those uh, billiards club hits, those back room hole in the wall spots that only the locals know about that nobody else should walk into because if you did, everybody was going to stop and look at you type of situation. And um, that's basically where it came from for me. Now, RIP Dusty Hill passing uh, 2021. Um, one of the one of the best steady basses you would ever come across, and uh, definitely um, shed a tear when I heard that he had passed. And I mean, they're all in their 70s now, dude. And then uh, Elwood Francis came in and took over, and he had been touring with the band in between when when uh, Dusty couldn't get along. But you know, that's it's still a great band. They still move. They still do what they need to. They still get on stage your rocket they just released a song in 2022 like you really can't be mad at cc top and how they're performing there are only a couple bands that are older than them that are still together and we talked about them a little bit earlier um one was aerosmith they came out around the same time and 69 68 and then you're talking about um rolling stones who actually came out in 62 which which is crazy and within itself <laughs> um but and when you're talking about like rock legends you can't go down a top 100 list without having zz top in your top 20 there's just no way it's just not gonna happen and if anybody tries to say otherwise in that situation they don't understand what rock is and they don't understand what this band is and they don't understand what they mean not only to the state of texas but to rock in general because they personified in their music. There's so many bands that had other people coming in and play their parts or or had other people writing their songs. Like it's it's very rare nowadays when you have a band that truly writes their own lyrics, that truly does their own music and can truly get out there.
there and rock a crap. And this is one of them. So um, I know I didn't go into all the particulars of, of the band or all the particulars of their charts and everything that they won and everything that they come across. I really just want to focus on, you know, my side of the story and how I was introduced to them without even knowing that I was introduced to them. And, you know, what they mean to me as far as my upbringing when it came to music, because this was part of the music that changed my mind on what music was. You know, everybody comes up with the idea of what they think music is until you hear something else that blows your way back. And this particular album was one of those that did it for me. So tell me what y'all think, guys. Hit me with your best shot. Anybody can go. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with it. Uh, I I like the album. It it was a good album. It was good. um, For me, it was a good blues album. It was a good ZZ Tops uh, for for sure. I I, I dug it. I'm just going to jump because I I don't have much to say about the album, but I'm just going to jump to the song that that I like the most. (laughs) So I'm going to grab it before anyone else. It's El Diablo. Like, okay, so that song, it's what is crazy about it is it's there's a certain type of blues that kind of mimics a train, right? El Diablo is like halfway that, halfway not. Like the syncopation on the way he's singing that song is almost a train song, almost not a train song. And it's about a guy playing poker. And it just, I've not heard that type of syncopation in a blues song before. Like just the way he does each stanza is like so unique. And yeah, and something about that song, it just kept coming back to it. And I was like, all right. And the story itself was, you know, it's about poker play. You know, who who can get mad about a song about a poker player? So, yeah, but yeah, that that's really all I have to say. That's my pick. So. See, I think for for this season, since we're now adding the uh, the music a little bit and the tracks for the album, like now I have to realize I need to jump in soon, like quick, because someone else might pick it, and then my, that song won't get to play over me talking. So you know, just keep that in mind for season two, guys. <laughs> is it? Oh yeah, same, I can relate. Is, it, oh, is yeah. it the same song, Brandon? It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. So I'll go ahead and jump in. Um, I should I should have gone first because now Taj gets to have El Diablo play over him, uh, and I don't. Um, yeah, that was my favorite track as well as El Diablo. Um, there are a lot of songs, of course, that I like on it. I have heard this album before. It has been ages since I've listened to it. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel like I've listened to most of their. Their albums, at least their studio albums, as far as I can remember. Um, but of course, there's some that I listen to over and over again. This isn't one of them, but it's not because I don't like it. It's just that you get stuck in your ways. Um, but I, I know I, I love the album. I think the album is great. I enjoy all the music. Um, I think today I actually listened to it like two or three times. It kind of helps that the album is only like 33, 34 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can just, yeah, you can just chill and relax and be like, Oh man, it's over. Um, <laughs> you know, cause you want more. That's how good the album is. You want more of it, but it's, uh, it is a perfect running time. Um, that last song is incredible as well. And it was almost my, my choice one, but then I'm like, but it's easy top. I should pick a, a song that 
has lyrics in it. So, so I think that's why I went with El Diablo. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's great. And and uh, I really appreciate the story that you shared, Diedrich. Um, and I also feel like, were you the guy that inducted ZZ Top into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That stuff, that was, that was pretty good. So... Um, you know, like, man, it was awesome. Uh, makes me want to listen to more ZZ Top. Um, so, yeah, no, this is a great album. A lot like, like I like every song on here. Um, but, yeah, definitely El Diablo is my favorite. Um, you know, Twisting My Arm, making me listen to a band that I already like. How dare you? Um, but I'm glad you picked it. And I and I hope uh, Taj and Damon will definitely, uh, you know, explore more of their uh, their music, especially the 70s, for sure, because, <laughs> you know, it's just awesome stuff. And it's not just because I like the decade. It's just uh, I, I, I just I love that. I love the sound. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's a great album, great choice. And, uh, yeah, man, keep picking stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not going to have to talk ill about your choices. <laughs> oh, I'm back in the good graces. You are. About. You are. You did it. You did it. <laughs> yeah. You get, you get to go a, another four rounds and me not be disappointed. Good point. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, hear me with you, man. What you got? Well, fuck you guys. Y'all <laughs> picked my song, but I have backups because, uh, you know, uh, El Diablo was my favorite, but I, I just like the lyrics and all their songs, and they're they're kind of catchy. It's like this, like, 70s vibe, you know? You know what I'm saying? Uh, she's a heartbreaker. She's a Yeah. My pick. So She's it's in. like, you know, it's kind of kind of goes along with a lot of their music. It's about chicks and money. And my sharp dressed man pick is kind of coincides with something like this, you know. So it's a little bit of a different point of view. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is kind of like how a lot of songs were in the 70s. I think a lot of music you hear from like Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, Aerosmith, they're singing about chicks and they're singing about how they either got dumped or how they're going to pick them up or the whole sex vibe scene. And back then it was a different scene. It was like big fucking hair, big giant beards down to your knees. You know, there was different ways of picking up chicks, but uh, right. so I couldn't I couldn't say that I would follow their footsteps if I was a man looking for a chick. <laughs> but uh, and, and you know, in these days, but he mentioned Saint and Tone, Saint and Tone. So that's kind of cool. I like that whole Texas vibe, kind of like a dazed and confused. You know, the the Richard Linkletter, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that yeah, that movie so. kind of yeah, that's an Austin-y, that's an Austin film in Austin. Uh, seven movie about the seventies that gives me that kind of vibe. This song gives me that kind of vibe too. But the whole album makes me feel like I'm listening to the soundtrack of Austin in the seventies, and I, so I can kind of see where you're coming from, where that like gave you that like boost of oh wow, I have something new with your uncle. You know, the story of your uncle I thought was great. You know, sorry for your loss and all that. And uh, oh, good, he would be proud right now. Yeah, man. Biden on a shovel head so <laughs> that's like i think all of us can relate to that a little bit with like a parent or an uncle or the generation before us just doing something different but teaching us something new and we don't necessarily like everything they do but i think music that had been passed on by like our our generation before us is just it's different and it's cool it's not all stuff that i like liked growing up but i think there's more of a pre an appreciation for i think brandon said it said it really well too like the 
older you get, like you're going to like something like ZZ Top from the 70s as opposed to the 80s pop kind of like they weren't really pop, but the, the popular albums they came out with that you heard on MTV. MTV mm -hmm. in the 80s was the new cool thing, you know? Now it's like, oh yeah, that's like really old school. They don't even play music videos really that much anymore. You have to kind of search for that. I mean, I guess you can find them on YouTube or whatever, but this is a this is an era where like you had to like buy that album. You had to really listen to it, sit down, and then you got into it. And you didn't have a million options, you know, at your fingertips. So there's probably a different appreciation for music back then for sure. But, you know, I love I love the Tex, Texas kind of like Tex, I don't know if it's like Tex-Mex, but like the artwork on, on Tejas is like, you got the bowl, you got the whole sky, it's like the night sky, it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, listeners, if you if you haven't really checked out ZZ Top, for sure check out the, you know, the the uh, Eliminator, Eliminator album from the 80s with their big mm -hmm. hits, but also check out Tejas, man. Tejas, Trace Hombres. Yeah. Uh, all the good stuff. Yes, sir. Right. So, so thanks. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you. So, um, Damon. You, yes. Uh, do you have homework for us for, for next week or? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Um, it sort of goes along with my theme that I give you all the homework I give you all, but, uh, okay. This, this part of the homework, this album is, I kind of taught, it was a toss up between some different bands. And I had a couple different albums I wanted to pick, but I think that this one might be more appreciated and maybe, maybe new to some of y'all. I don't know. But the band is called Bad Religion, right? The album came out in 1994. And it's called Stranger Than Fiction. And I picked this partly because it's one of the one of the albums I listened to a lot with one of my friends in high school. Super religious. Um, but these guys might not fit that bill completely, but a little bit. So uh yeah. I think you'll I think you'll dig it. I hope. If you don't, then we'll talk about it. But that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um and the other closing thoughts? Anybody wants to bring up? No, we're good. Okay. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. We're Choice Tracks. You can find us on our website of choicetracks.com. We end with a Z or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Again, we end with a Z. Uh, let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I am Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm the $10 man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dietrich. Uh, <laughs> We're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. <laughs>